good morning. A little high church music for you there to start off the day. How's that? Everybody doing okay? No, apparently not. That's good. Welcome to everybody here in uh, the auditorium. Welcome to those joining us via live stream this morning. Glad that you are here with us. Uh, if you uh, would like to, especially if you're a guest with us today, we'd love to know that you're here. You can hit us up online. Use your phone at uh, c3ak.com slash hello. There's a little uh, digital welcome card there that lets us know about you. And uh, I'd love to be able to drop you a note, write you a letter, send you an email. Just fill that out and it'll come to my uh, inbox and I'll, I will do that. So if you're a guest with us here in the house or online, please let us know that you're here. We'd love to know that you're worshiping with us this morning. If you've got little ones at home and you'd like some activities to print out for them, you can do that right there at your own computer, c3ak.com slash kidprint, kidprint. And uh, there's some stuff for the younger ones, stuff from the older ones, or you can just print them all out and see how it goes. That works too. But uh, glad to provide that for you as you might want some activities for the little ones at home. And uh, then also, uh, we always love to pray with you, pray for you. Um, we're not getting a lot of prayer requests through our prayer uh, email. Here in-house, we typically will get a bunch of prayer cards on the tree, but of course we're not doing that right now because of all this uh, germ business that we're dealing with. And so we've gone to an online format for that. We would really encourage you to uh, use that. Uh, if you email us at prayer at c3ak.com, that goes automatically to our prayer team, which includes Pastor Jason and myself and a number of other people who have agreed to pray with us. Uh, so keep that in mind, but we would love to hear from you. Tell us uh, if there's something we can pray with you about or something that's going on that uh, you're concerned with or something you want to celebrate, something great that you've seen God do. Share those with us at prayer at c3ak.com. If you, on the other hand, maybe want us to pray with you, but you want it to be more confidential than that, at the website, you can find the contact info for both Pastor Jason and myself. Our emails are on there uh, under the staff page, and you can email us directly, and he and I will be the only ones that uh, see those, and we would love to pray for you, so I encourage you to take advantage of that, all right? And the final thing is, uh, Christ Community Church folks, stay uh, faithful in your attention to the church and engaging in worship. We appreciate that you're doing that. Uh, thank you for those who continue to be able to give and have been faithful in doing that. You can do that at uh, c3ak.com donate. And we've got all kinds of ways that you can utilize that, try and make it as easy for you as possible. And uh, again, the Lord's been good to us through uh, this strange circumstance. Uh, as is pretty typical, June, July kind of lagged a little bit behind where we'd like to be to just kind of stay above water but we're doing okay so uh, as you can as we always ask give as God allows you and provides for you and as he leads you and he does this miraculous work to sustain us through that all right so that's all the uh, welcome stuff I've got this morning other than to just say that I'm glad to be here with you I missed being here last week but thanks so much Jim and Naya and the crew we were able to watch from Christopher's apartment there in Ellensburg, Washington, and we had a great time, and you guys did a great job, and I appreciate that. Love having folks to, to depend on who, who do a great job. It was, it was fun. I enjoyed it a lot. So, Woo. We're going to sing a little bit together this morning here in this place. Words will be on the screen behind us, uh, and uh, join us online, of course, and uh, pray that you'll be blessed. We're just going to jump in and a little bit different today don't have a big message jason's going to do a wrap-up for us here in a little bit but we're going to sing some songs together and then we've got a video that we show once a year we love it it's still relevant and i'm excited about that um, if you've not seen it before i know you'll be blessed if you've seen it before i think you will be excited to see it because it's it's so great and i've heard that there is a sequel coming from the skit guys, and I'm excited about that too. So, here we go.
the mountains shake and tremble at your name the oceans roar and tumble at your name angels will bow the earth will rejoice and your people cry out Lord of all the earth will shout your name shout your name filling up the skies with endless praise endless praise Yahweh Yahweh we love to shout your name sings your story at your name angels will bow the earth will rejoice and your people cry out Lord of all the earth will shout your name shout your name filling up the skies with endless praise endless praise I invite you to stand with us on this one. Keep you awake. The day is brighter here with you. The night is lighter than this you would be to me. Which leads me to be. Make everything glorious. You make everything glorious. You make everything glorious, and I am yours. What does that make me? eyes are small, but they have seen the beauty of enormous things which leads me to There's light enough to see that you make everything glorious. You make everything 
Oh, 
Ephesians 2.10 says that we are God's workmanship, his masterpiece. I don't know about you, but when I get up in the morning and look in the mirror, I don't really see a, a masterpiece, you know? I mean, maybe a Picasso. It's like, <laughs> but I want to be his masterpiece. I want to be everything he created me to be. And so I go to him in prayer and I say, mold me into the image of your son. Make me your masterpiece. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hi. Whoa. Who are you? I'm God. You said the prayer, so here I am. You're not God. No, I am. You said the prayer. That's how it works. Okay, okay. If you're God, then uh, make it snow in here. You know what? I really don't want to make it snow in here because it'd get kind of yucky. Yeah, you're not God. Why do you say that? God wouldn't say yucky. I do. It's a Greek word. Oh. Okay, okay. Um, if you're God, what does Lamentations 15.9 say? Lamentations is only five chapters. It's a very short book. Oh, why was it so short? I was tired of lamenting. Oh, okay, okay. If you're God, who's going to win the World Series this year? I'm really not into playing games. Why are you so much into playing games? You are God. What well, gave it away? You answered my question with a question. I did? <sighs> yeah, I do that. Don't I? I did it again. <laughs> Step right up. Here we go. Okay. All right. Hey, what are we doing? I'm going to make you my original masterpiece. This is the process. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Wait, wait. What are these about? These are the tools I'm going to use to make you into my original masterpiece. Okay. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. I thought you were a carpenter. That's my son. Step right up. Here we go. Okay. Oh, hey, God. Mm -hmm. How do you know what to chisel away and what to leave? I take out everything in your life that doesn't belong there, kind of like dead weight. Ooh, speaking of dead weight, could you chisel right here? It showed up when I was in my 20s and grew around and became back fat. I don't even know why you created that, but I can't get rid of it. I mean, I've tried everything. Like, I tried running, I tried lifting weights. My wife actually talked me into trying Pilates. That was awkward, but I can't get rid of it. So if you would just chisel around here, and then, you know what, if you chisel a line right here and maybe four to five, maybe eight lines right here. That would be awesome. You're funny. You made me that way. I also made the platypus. Oh, the platypus? All I'm saying is most of my children, when it comes to this process, they just want to talk, but they don't want to do the work. So do you want to talk or can I chisel? Talk, chisel, No, talk, no, chisel. no, 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 no. I choose to chisel. All right. Through my Holy Spirit, I'm going to bring up things in your life that I want you to work on. Like your anger. I created the emotion, but you use it in the wrong way. Um, you compare yourself to others instead of me. You tell little white lies because you want to people please. You're lazy. But you try to fool everybody by looking really, really busy. You have a problem with lust? Well, time out. <laughs> I don't really have a problem with lust. You don't have a problem with lust. No, I can do it anytime I want. <sighs> Hang on a second. I mean, I, I gotta admit, I, I feel like you've been doing some great work and I'm looking pretty good right now. All right, when you look in the mirror, who do you see? I see me. Okay, then I need to keep chiseling away because ultimately you and other people need to see my son. Okay, don't misunderstand me. It's just um, when I look more like Jesus, people get uncomfortable around me. I mean, even my church friends and they're like, oh, you're holier than thou, you know? And, and I, don't, I don't think I'm supposed to make people uncomfortable. So what you're saying is you'd rather play God in certain areas of your life than for me to be God over your whole life. That is not what I said. It's what you meant. Yes, it is. Um, it's hard to talk to you. You know everything that I'm thinking. I'm just saying you've done some great work. Maybe we take a break, a sabbatical from each other, you know. I'll stay right here and then, you That's know. That's just it, you never just stay right there. You're either moving toward me or away from me, but never you just stay. What you're doing is called control. Do you want to control things or life or can I chisel? Control, chisel, control, no, chisel. No, chisel, chisel. All right. But 
can we chisel where I want? That's called control. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Now this right here, this secret sin that you keep running to whenever you're hurting, angry, lonely, tired, that you think you're fooling everybody, but it's making you a whitewashed tomb. Are you ready for me to chisel this out of your life? Yeah. You see, it's a process. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon. It's your whole life. And you care so deeply about what other people think of you. It's rubbish, it's garbage. The greatest thing you're ever gonna hear is at the end of your life when you hear me say, well done, good and faithful servant. That's what you keep your eye on. That's the prize, heavenward. Oh, that hurts. Oh, trust me, this hurts me more than it hurts you. Right. Okay, I'm sorry. I just, I don't think you understand this pain. Pardon me? You're asking me to sacrifice a lot, God. Don't talk to me about sacrifice. I know all about sacrifice. I sent my son to die on the cross for pain, for sin, but I also did it for another reason, to give you freedom. Do you know what insanity is? Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results. And there are things that you've been doing for years. These empty wells that don't have anything to offer. You've been going to them and it's insane. Allow me to chisel them out of your life. Um, allow me to produce character where you keep focusing so much on your image. Okay, but I was thinking. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. Okay, but if we went another way. Your ways are not oh, my ways. Oh, I can't. You can't what? I, I, I can't be good. That's your excuse. That's your excuse is that you can't be good. It's not an excuse. I can't. Oh, my child. In the beginning, I said it was good. I made you good. Be good. Yeah, but you and I both... What? Nothing. No, what is it? Nothing, okay? You wouldn't understand. I, God of all the universe, wouldn't understand something one of my children has to say. Try me. It's just, um, I let you down so many times, God. No, my child. You were never holding me up. I hold you up with my victorious, righteous right hand. Never the other way around. In this relationship, I hold you up. Okay chisel away. Just, just be prepared for what you're going to find in there. Because I know who's inside there. Because I get up every morning and I look at him in the mirror and I hate who I see. Because deep inside there, this, this, this little kid who gets up every morning and dresses like an adult. And I go out and I, and I try to do what I'm supposed to do, but I can't, okay? I can't be who everybody else expects me to be. God, I can't even be who I want to be, much less who you created me to be. And so inside is this scared, stupid little kid. But you chisel away. Just be prepared. You have listened to so many voices for far too long that were not from me. And you have totally bought into the lie, haven't you? You think you're junk, don't you? When you lay your head down at night after you've done the dance to get the hug, you think you're junk. Listen to me, I don't take time to make junk. How can I show you that my love for you stretches as far as the east to the west? That How can I show you that my love for you has no end? I know, reach your back pocket. What? Reach your back pocket. Why? Are you arguing with me? Reach your back pocket. Oh, God. Yes? I just meant, God, I'll do that right now. You're just saying my name in vain. Come on, it's, it's a name, it's a saying. It's a name above all names. It's more than a saying, it's more than a name. I want to teach you something about my name. Reach in your back pocket. Oh my gosh. You know what that is? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a note. I, I wrote it when I was in college. How did you get this? Hello? Oh, yeah. Go ahead, read it. I love Angie. Other side. Sorry. Dear God, did I hear you right today? 
but I hear you say that you love me. Even though you and I both know I've messed up so many times. Did I hear you say you want to use me? And I feel so useless. If you'll take me and use me, then God, I give you all that I am. Take me. I love you, God. I love you too. And I love you too much just to leave you where you're at. This salvation that you hold, I don't want it to be some sentimental gush or some head knowledge. I want you to work it out in every detail of your life. And when problems come and chaos happens, don't look at it as a prison, but look at it as a father disciplines his child. A father disciplines the ones he loves. I know, but it's going to be tough. Yes, but you bought into the lie thinking everything was going to be easy when you gave everything over to me. There will be trouble in this world, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. I want you to do something. I want you to look out there and I want you to say, Tommy is God's original masterpiece. Tommy is God's... No, not the way you see yourself or you try so desperately for others to see you, but maybe for the first time in your life, the way I see you, the way I created you. Tommy is God's original masterpiece. Yes, you are. And so are you. God doesn't make junk. You are an original masterpiece. I love this video, um, and quite honestly, other than, or in addition to uh, the moment when Cedric Diggory's dad reacts to Cedric's death, this is the one thing that will, that will always, always, no matter how many times I see it, bring me to tears. And quite honestly, I had to go through and I had to watch it a couple times last night to just sort of desensitize a little bit, or I'd just be mush right now. Uh, and one of the great things about this video is that it is just jam-packed with theology. I mean, there are so many things they have fit in here that it's hard to watch this, for, for a group to watch this video and not have something that speaks to everybody. Uh, you would be hard-pressed to watch this video and go, eh, there was nothing in there for me. Um, but this morning, there, there's really one thing, and it's the same thing that I think I always come back to with this video. And it's the same thing you've heard a hundred times before, and I guarantee you're going to hear it at least a hundred times more, because this is uh, not only one of the most critical points of this video, it's one of the most critical points of life with God, of being a Christian, of, of this relationship we have with him. And um, it's, it's that moment he encapsulates when he says, this is a, this is a, this is a marathon, it's not a sprint. Um, and, and what we need to realize, and I think too many of us don't realize um, either, either through, because we were, we were sold a wrong bill of goods or bad teaching or something, but too many of us have this premise in our mind that once I come to the cross, once I say a sinner's prayer, once I get saved, I'm okay. In that moment, you have distilled the entire good news of Jesus Christ and his kingdom to I'm not going to hell. God did not call you to not go to hell. God called you to himself. And so for too many of us, it's easy to wake up in the morning. Ah, 
said that prayer all those years ago, so I'm not going to hell, so I'm good. And one of the one of the major weaknesses, I think, at least of the Western church, you know, the church in America today is we have too many people who claim the name of Christ. And yet the world outside the church looks at them and goes. Dude, we're like the same. How are you any better? And if you're the same as me and you're a Christian and I'm not, why would I want to be a Christian? What is there to it? I lose my Sunday mornings. God called you to be changed. If you've been walking with God for any matter of time and you look back on your life and where you came from and you are not a significantly different person today than you were when you first started walking with Christ, you have missed the point. You are getting it wrong. See, that moment we come to the cross, that moment we, we kneel down, that moment we say a prayer, that moment we say, Jesus Christ, please come into my life and be my Lord and Savior and, and forgive my sin. Make me a new creation. That's not the end point, which so many of us treat it like it is. That's the starting line. The moment we say that, if, if you think about a race, if you think about a marathon, that moment you come to the cross and you say that prayer, that is you stepping up to the starting line. And too many of us are happy to just say, well, I reached the starting line. Or, hey, I took a step over the starting line. I'm good. Give me my T-shirt. And we're happy with that. We're satisfied to stay right there. And God's going, that's, that's not... And he's looking through the Bible going, that's, that's not in here. Which, if we read our Bibles, we would know that. Because, see, the Bible reading... That's, one of, that's the hammer and chisel. That's one of the hammers and chisels God's using. See, in reading the Bible, we start to recognize God's voice in ink and paper. And as we start to recognize the voice there, we start to recognize the voice when it's shared with us through others, when it's shared through song, when it's shared through speaking, when it's shared through a message from a friend, when it's shared in a life group like Don talked about last week. That's another one of those hammer and chisel moments. God's trying to use to shape you and change you and transform you. And when we've let the word, we've let the Bible, and we've let the words of others do enough work in our life, we come to a point where we start to recognize God speaking directly into our lives through our own spirit. We start to recognize that sometimes that random thought I had isn't a random thought, and it's not my conscience. It's the voice of God trying to direct me. You can live a life in which the God Almighty creator of the universe wants to talk personally and only to you. And you can have that voice be a part of your life every day. And too many of us are satisfied to go, I don't really feel like I need that. And so we walk through this life day after day, month after month, year after year, never changing five years and 10 years and 20 years down the line, and we look back at where we came from and where we started, and we go, you know what? I'm not really that much different. I'm still mean. I'm still angry. I'm still bitter. I still deal with the same sinful issues I've always dealt with. It's because you've never let God go to work. And that's not what he called you to. He called you into a life in which you wake up every day and you say, all right, God, me and you today, I am all yours. Do what you want to do. Do what you have to do. I put myself in your hands. And it's not, it's not a theoretical thing. It's a moment where at the beginning of your day, maybe even before your feet hit the floor, you're laying there in bed, you've hit the snooze alarm for the seventh time, you know you got to make the move, and you actually say, God, today I am yours. Do with me what you will. And if you do that and you mean that, God will do with you what he will. And it may be uncomfortable and it may not be what you want, but it will be good. God wants to shape you. God wants to transform you. And it will be a tough process. It will be hard. 
There will be days we're like, and we make God, I'm, I'm all yours today. Do with me what you will. And God goes, we, we both know you, you, you don't really mean that. Yeah, I know, not today. And not only will there be days and times and moments and occasions where we, where we don't, or we do it badly, there will be times and moments and occasions and choices where we will actively choose to do the exact opposite of what God wants to do in our lives. But it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's a process. And God is good enough to go, okay, all right. You done? And, and really in that moment, we are not significantly different from a toddler having a temper tantrum where the parent just has to back off and go, are you done? And we're rolling on the ground and we're screaming and we're crying and we're pounding our hands and our feet. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Let's go back to it. That's what God wants. He wants to walk with you and be involved with you and be at work in you each and every moment of each and every day. And he wants to change you because every single one of us have had those moments where we've looked at ourselves and we've looked inside and we try to avoid it because this is the last thing we want to do as human beings where we've looked inside and gone, I don't like what I see. This is not the me I want to be. I know somewhere in here there's a better me than the me I am every day. And, and as, a, as a Christ follower, there deep in here, there is a you that looks a whole lot more like Jesus Christ than you do right now. And that's what God wants to do. He wants to bring that version of you. Think about it. What would a you who looks a whole lot more like Jesus Christ look like? What would your thoughts be like? What would your attitudes be like? What would your words be like? And if you can look at that, if you can imagine, because imagine is all you can do. If you can imagine what that version of you looks like, and you go, ew, I don't like that, we need to have a serious conversation. Because there's, there's some thinking in here that's not right. That version of you that you go, I would love to be that, but I could never be that. No, you can't be that, but he can make you that if you stop fighting him. If you stop rejecting him, if you come every day and say, God, I am yours, do with me what you will. That is my hope for you today. That is my hope for you tomorrow. That is my hope for you each and every day that you awake in the morning and go, dear God, Father in heaven, I am all yours. Do with me what you will. And it's when we as the people of God, start to make that decision every day and start to make that transformational process every day and start to become less like ourselves and more like him, that all of a sudden, the word Christian changes in our culture and changes in our word. And all of a sudden, the rest of the lost world out there is looking at us going, oh, that's what a Christian is. And as you're listening this morning, whether you're here in the room, whether you're watching online, if you have never come to that point, you've never come to the cross, you've never reached that moment of the starting line of this marathon I'm talking about, if you're laboring under the idea, if you've been sold the bill of goods that this is all about not going to hell, I'm here to tell you that is flat out wrong. Because in God's kingdom... What God is calling you to is so much greater than not going to hell. In God's kingdom, not going to hell is a fringe benefit. 
In, in God's kingdom, if you were to list out the top 100 reasons why you should follow Christ, not going to hell would fall at least in like, okay, benefit of the doubt, at least the 60s somewhere. Because that is the least of reasons to follow Jesus Christ. And the number one reason is that you can be a new you. And we can look at ourselves, and even as we follow Christ, and even if we're doing it well, and we've looked at the changes, and we followed Christ for five years, or ten years, or twenty years, I am just like a week shy of 31 years since I entered into this relationship. And I can still look back, and I can go, remembering Sort of, because I'm old now. Remembering that 18-year-old kid who went to his knees and said that prayer. But I still have a pretty clear recollection of what that guy was like. And I've come so far. And I am so, so thankful for the work that God has done in my life. And I am so, so thankful for so many of you here in this room or watching online who have been a part of God's work in my life. But at the same time, I also have to take those moments where I look inside and I, I honestly go, wow, I've got so far to go. Because one of the critical points he makes in there is there's no point where you're good with God, where you're just sort of hanging here. You're either moving towards God or you're moving away from God. And that is a daily decision to make. And when you make the decision that I'm going to move towards God today, it might not seem like much. It might not seem like you get far. And you can make that decision day after day after day after day, and you can look back on it and go, man, I haven't really come that far. But you make that choice to not move towards God, you will be stunned. And you know this because you've done this because we all have. You will be stunned at just how quickly you are able to fall away from him. So today, right now, if you're watching right now or whenever your right now is, from your heart, from your spirit, offer yourself up. Father, I give myself to you. Do with me what you will. And do it every day. Let's close with a word of prayer. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. And may we each, today and every day, take seriously as a matter, literally, in a greater and more eternal sense of life and death, May we each take seriously the call that Jesus Christ has placed in our lives, the promise that God has presented us, and our ability to interact with him and be an active partner in shaping God's perfect masterpiece. For it's in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. wrap that up we're going to reach way back into a church songbook if you know it sing along with us
Thanks so much for being here with us today. Thank you, Jason, for uh, giving us some insight into that. You can find that video online. It's called God's Chisel, the skit guys, if you want to go back and look at it some more. Because one of the things that uh, Jason pointed out, it's so true, and I was thinking the same thing as I was watching it again. I don't know how many times I've seen this video. A ton. We've used it here at church. We used it at every youth camp that we ever did. Um, there is a lot of truth in there. There are a lot of nuggets of wisdom and, and theological uh, deep points that come out through that presented in such a creative way. Uh, I really am partial to that particular video that we use and I think uh, it would do you well if you wanna go back and, and dig through it a little bit. You could actually create probably a companion Bible study with verses for several segments throughout there and kind of flesh those out. It really is rich. And, uh, and I think it's also incredibly encouraging. You know, I love that Jason brought that to the point that here's, here's the deal. You know, Tommy at the end of the video gets to the point where he says, I am, you are, we are God's original masterpiece. But we're not becoming that masterpiece if we're not letting him do his work. If we're not letting him have his way. And so if you're not seeing the masterpiece, Let's ask ourselves the question, are we letting him do the work, right? So I love that word. Thanks, Jay. Um, a few announcements. I want to say also, uh, you know, Jason mentioned uh, life groups in the fall, which is sh coming, but it's not here yet, but it's coming. Um, we usually kick off some of those. I have no idea what that's going to look like this year, um, in person, not in person, via Zoom. I don't know. Who knows? What a weird world we're living in right now as I look at you all with your masks on. Um, but uh, it is such a, an important component and it's something that's difficult to achieve right now in the environment we, we're in, which is to take something like this video that you've watched today and maybe you want to talk to somebody about it. It's difficult outside of our small bubbles to find ways to have those conversations. And so be praying towards that. Um, I love that uh, Don included that as part of his uh, message that he brought last week, and I'm so grateful that he was able to do that 
for us and to be here and give that word. I enjoyed it uh, very much. It was meaningful to me. Um, the, the core message there being that we become like those that we love. We become like those that we invest our time with and our energy with. And uh, so the idea of life groups and, and these relationships as believers together is that we're pointing each other towards God, which means therefore we're spending time with God and we're becoming who he wants us to be. It all ties back into that same theme that we've been circling around this morning. So I just encourage you to look forward to that, try and, and uh, pray with us about what we're supposed to do and how we can uh, have some things available for, uh, for you that are effective and, and help us all in our, our Christian growth, all right? So there's that. Uh, second thing is, um, good news, bad news. Uh, Jeremy's going back to work. Uh, he was a pilot for Raven and you know that got all messed up. But uh, he got the call, and they're starting to ramp some things up with the new company, and, and it's very exciting. I'm so uh, thrilled for him and happy for him. Um, Jeremy is our live stream production mogul back there. He runs the, the software that does the camera angles and all that kind of stuff, and we still don't have a backup person. We don't have another person, not even a backup person. We just need to add a couple more people to that crew. So if you're interested in that out there in the live stream world and you'd like to be here with us helping with that, or somebody sitting right here. We can teach you how to do it. It's not super complicated. Um, we can give you all kinds of notes and instructions and things that you can refer back to, uh, but it's also kind of fun. Uh, it's nice to, to be in that seat and have some control and con to, con to contribute to what's happening. So uh, we really need some folks to jump up and help us with that. Uh, so contact me, Pastor Tracy at c3ak.com if you are interested in that. Uh, young people, old people, in the middle people, it doesn't matter, uh, whoever, all right? So come and help us out with that. Uh, second thing, oh, what was it? Uh, Claire House, don't wanna forget that, obviously. Thank you, Don, for that hand, I see that hand. Uh, the Claire House sign up is out here and that's coming up uh, this coming Friday, yeah. right? So uh, help us out with that. If you can't uh, bring actual food, Thursday, seven o'clock? 7.30. 7.30. Thursday, right here, you can drop off food. Um, you can also donate uh, funds specifically to that purpose and we can make things work that way. That is also good. I know there was something else I had in my brain that I am not remembering. Oh, hey, there's that, yeah, there's that thing. Um, so if you have not heard, but you probably have, uh, the municipality of Anchorage has issued a mandate sending us back to where uh, we cannot meet like this next week. Uh, you will have to be at home watching online, and our worship team and crew will be here. Uh, we're limited this time to a maximum of 15 people, so i got to figure out who that uh, includes. I think we can get everybody in the crew and worship team in here as we are right now. So uh, anyway, I hope that you will join us online. Share that link around. Uh, we should have a regular newsletter to go out this week. I didn't get one out last week because I was in Washington with Chris, but... Uh, you know, do your thing, wash your hands, be safe, wear your mask, all that stuff. Pray for your neighbor, be kind to your neighbor, be good to one another. All of those things I think are so important right now. And uh, just continue to pray for uh, our community and, and our country and our world. And I still feel like there's something I'm forgetting, but... What's that? Hey, yes, thank you so much, Jeremy. That's awesome. All right, so... We shared a video a few weeks ago from uh, Alan and Melissa Batts. They are uh, friends of ours that uh, spoke with us here actually the last Sunday before we shut down the last time. Uh, off, off to Togo, Africa. They are down in Oregon getting ready to go to their language training and still waiting to see how that's gonna go. But they have a July update that we're gonna show this morning, give us some uh, information on them so you'll know where they're at and how you can continue to engage. The audio on this might be a little bit live, so uh, Rush, you want to have a, a fine hand on that in case we uh, don't want to hurt anybody, you know? All right, here we go. Hi, we're Alan Melissa Bass with ABWE. Um, thank you for taking time to watch this video. Can you believe it's the end of the July already? <laughs> I know. Um, but God has done some really amazing things in July um, over the past month. 
um, we've been reading over the Psalms and this past week we went through Psalm 37 and how God really takes care of us and he gives us the desires of our hearts that he has put there. And this month we saw him come through in a number of ways. One of those ways is uh, by providing our financial clearance from ABWE. We started the month at about 90% and within the last week, God provided full funding for our family for both our monthly support and for our one-time outfit and passage needs. That means we have financial clearance and financial opens up, we're ready to go to language school. That being said, we don't know when we'll go to language school because France is not issuing visas yet. So we are patiently waiting and asking the Lord that as we're dwelling in the safe pasture, as Psalm, Psalm 37 says, that he'll give us also the desire of our hearts to go to language school so that we can communicate effectively in French with people in Togo. Um, so while we're waiting, um, we're also looking for ways to get plugged in where we are. Um, I've joined the rotation to help with music at um, a church in Bonanza, Oregon. We also had a good time of rest um, over a weekend. Uh, got to see the coast and just, just relax after um, a summer of packing and moving to another state and settling into um, a temporary normal here in Oregon as we wait for the green light to go to Togo. Um, we also celebrated Clara's mm-hmm. birthday. She turned three in July, so we got to celebrate her for a day, um, had some fun at the park and some cupcakes. Now we're just waiting. Just waiting. Now we're just seeing uh, what God has put before us now to do so that when we see what he's put before us next, we're prepared and we're able to do it to his glory and to his honor. So thank you guys for praying. Thank you for giving. Thanks for walking alongside us in this journey as we get ready to serve him in Togo. But before that, to serve him here and now. You can always find updates at our blog, www.thatsabroad.com. Otherwise, see you later. All right, there you go. Exciting stuff with them and uh, excited for them. I do know that I saw, I was reading some of their material, that the kids are missing Alaska and their friends, and so that's a little tough. So you might pray for that specifically, and then uh, just pray for their continued patience in God's timing. But uh, you can see there are, they are lovely people. And I love their attitude and their spirit, and I'm excited to see what God's going to do with them when the time is right. And God, of course, always knows uh, when the time is right. So uh, if you're able to support them financially, their information is available at batsabroad.com. You can also give through the church. Just make sure you know that it's for the bats. Um, When you said bats earlier, I thought you were talking about the bats at the camp, and that's what confused me because I got my camp shirt on today. Uh, Because I don't know if you heard, but there's a bat infestation at the camp uh, in the chapel. Uh, So that's fun. Um, who knew? Like Alaska, bats. So bats abroad, totally different thing. Um, anyway, remember these guys, pray for them and uh, what God's doing with them. And I appreciate you guys giving them some support. All right, that was it. And now I feel complete. I'm not unsettled and I won't go home thinking about what I missed and then remember it later. So awesome, Jeremy. Thanks for picking that up. Guys, love you. Have a great week. Uh, again, be good to one another. Stay safe and uh, do all the do all the things. All right. Have a great week.